Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high-quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor, or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield Extra Meaty Back Ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard, and Smithfield Anytime Favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. What's up, everybody? Good morning. It is beautiful October morning, sitting out on the patio with my coffee, and uh, we're doing a solo show today. And I really wanted to do this solo show specifically because it's something that I have been experiencing lately uh, with with recurve shooting. And so this it, it, this is not a recurve shooting show, first of all. Uh, but what this is going to be is we're talking about skill development and skill acquisition and why that's important, especially as we're aging, right? There are all kinds of things that show how beneficial this can be for us. Uh, and we're going to get into these, these things, but that's going to be what we're talking about today. Um, if you have not done so before we get into this, if you have not done so, please go leave a five-star review rate, review the show on whatever platform you have. Uh, Apple Podcasts is the only one that you can like write little blurbs on as of right now. So uh, if you do those, those are very helpful for the show reaching new audiences. And so I really appreciate those of you that have done it. We did the re the review contest a couple weeks back and I gave out some swag and one of the new uh, gym flags of the Nomad Strength with the, with the Big Rocks Make Strong Men logo on them. Uh, it was awesome. Got a lot of great reviews. I really appreciate it. Um, but if you have... 
have enjoyed the show and you want to keep the show going and and reach new people and see where this thing's growing, we've got some exciting things as we're coming into the end of this year and some really big plans uh, for next year. And so all that's going to be needing a lot of work. And so uh, if you want to help this show grow and make all that work worth it, uh, you can go and do those things and share the show, share episodes if you like clips and stuff. Um, Everybody that does that, I always really appreciate it. So moving on, we're talking about skill acquisition and why it's important to acquire skills, not only, you know, when you're young and you're developing all this kind of stuff, but, but as you age, it actually becomes very important for your mental capacity to continue to learn new physical skills, especially things that require uh, your hands, using your hands and dexterity and coordination. These things help keep you very sharp mentally. And we see this time and time and again as people age and they start doing less and less and less, their their mental faculties start to go. And we tend to think, or we used to think that it was just because, uh, you know, we just, we get old, things kind of start to go away when you get old. And, you know, maybe there's a little bit of that, but we can really mitigate that a lot by continuing to, and it's not just about being active, but it's about challenging yourself from a mental and, uh, and physical standpoint. And, and I say challenge myself. I don't mean like you have to go crush yourself and work hard and sweat and do all this kind of stuff. I mean, simply like let's practice a new skill, something that's going to take focus. It's going to take dedication and consistency and time to learn. It's going to take us learning how to use our body or our hands in, in a very specific or new and challenging way. Um, there are all kinds of things that are not like exercise based that you can do this with and continue to grow and develop yourself in a capacity that allows you to kind of stay young for a very long time into, into your old age. And, uh, some examples of this that I have, that I have come across, you know, there are, I I know several guys that get into things like woodworking, uh, or, or welding or metalwork or, you know, all of these kind of things that, that require very persistent and concentrated use of your hands. And you're trying to create something and, uh, or art and you're drawing and all these kind of things. These actual, these things can actually help you. You keep your mind sharp and help keep you feeling younger and actually being younger. A lot of these things uh, take up very specific bandwidth in our brain that if we don't utilize that part of our brain, it does start to fade, right? There's a lot of stuff that shows, you know, that we, we have a very use it or lose it uh, capacity and a lot of things in our, in our brain and our learning systems. And so the, the phrase that always stuck out to me Uh, And I've heard it from business coaches of mine in the past, uh, but I think the first person I ever heard it from was uh, John Wellborn from Power Athlete, and he uses the phrase, always be a white belt. And I've always loved that phrase. And, and what he means by that is, you know, you don't necess- you don't have to literally go and pick up a new martial art and be a white belt literally at it all the time. Um, but it's the mentality of going forward and, and deciding, hey, I'm going to go do something new, whatever this is, and I'm going to be a white belt at this thing for a while. And when you're a white belt at something, and now I'm bringing this strictly back to martial arts, because if you've listened to the show before, you, you might be aware that I do. Uh, I practice Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And so uh, when you're an actual white belt, there is, there's this mental sort of state that you just sort of live in. And it's you realizing that you know absolutely nothing. 
and it can kind of be overwhelming because you you there's so much that you don't know but you also know that there's stuff that you don't know that you don't know right and so it it can feel kind of overwhelming in this regard because you're like how am i ever going to make progress at this but especially with something like jujitsu that i've learned it it wasn't about as as a white belt it wasn't about me going in and trying to remember every single thing from the lesson that day and applying all of it through all my roles and then trying to re- replicate it the next day and stack it on top of all the things from the lesson from the next day what it was about was me trying to understand first of all the language it was like i have to understand what they actually mean when they're saying these things what do these things mean and then what does it look like and then what does it feel like and then let's try to remember one thing that I can apply today. And I will probably forget that one thing tomorrow. But from the lesson to the live roles today, I'm going to try to fix or I'm going to try to apply and remember one thing. And, uh, and you do that enough, pretty soon, it's just going to become a pattern. And you're going to start to recognize like, Oh, guess what? I, I know what this position feels like. There's one thing I know how to do, I can actually do it right here. Awesome. I'll give it a try. Oh, it didn't work shocker. I don't know what I'm doing, but I knew what I could potentially try. Right. And there's all of these steps throughout all of this. And it, and it applies to everything that especially not jujitsu or martial arts related, but that's just the example that I can draw from having gone through that as a white belt. Uh, but the idea of always being a white belt is more about how do we find a new thing? And we go into this new thing, understanding that we are going to be bad at it. And that's good. You need to be bad at things because it needs to challenge you to learn about them and and find yourself working to improve and dedicate yourself to those things because that's how you improve and get better. And it doesn't mean this has to be something that it's going to be some lifelong hobby that's like, this is my new activity and this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life as old as time. Maybe you give it a year. Maybe you give it like, you know, nine months or something and you really dedicate yourself to this thing and it's fun and you enjoy it. Uh, maybe you pick up, you know, I've done, I'm, I'm kind of known for getting into weird things and then kind of becoming obsessive about them. Um, and I, I guess I shouldn't say weird, but like just random things that I think look fun and I'll do it. And then I, I'll realize like, oh, this is really cool. And then I'll kind of obsess about it. I got into, uh, to whittling for a while there, um, about a year or so ago. And it's, and it's still something where it's like, I can pick that up and, and make, something that looks resembling of something that I'm trying to do on purpose out of a piece of wood, but I'm not by any means good at it. But, uh, for a long time there, I was, I was sitting on my sitting at the kitchen counter every night and I'd have a YouTube video up on my, uh, on my laptop and I'd have my, my piece of base wood. And then I'd have my knives. I went out and bought the little carving knives. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. I was hesitant about having to get a new phone and a new phone number, but with Mint, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone and your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. 
Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or for a family, and at Mint, families start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and to get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com/waypoint. That is mintmobile.com/waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. And I would sit there and follow along to, there was a couple of really great um, YouTube channels that were just guys that showed you like tutorials on how to, you know, how to make a Santa Claus, how to make a little gnome, like how to do all this stuff. And he would explain how to do it and you would do it along with the video. And I did that every night for like several months. I would just like sit there and I'd get wood shavings all over the kitchen counter and all over the floor. And so I'd have to vacuum and clean them all up and stuff. But uh, that was that was my little project and my little hobby I would do for a while. And then shortly after that was when I started uh, jujitsu. And so that became like, you know, I'm looking at YouTube videos. I'm watching John Donaher and uh, Gordon and all these guys uh, in their instructional videos. I'm learning how to do uh, all these things. And I'm writing notes down from the lessons in class, I'm becoming very mentally engaged in the thing that I'm doing, not just as a passive, uh, a passive hobby to kill time that I don't have to think about. It's it's actually becoming something I'm very mentally engaged in. And then uh, in this last week, I have finally, uh, I've after, after being talked to and, and getting some very brotherly and friendly pushes from a couple of good friends of mine decided to go traditional archery and I bought a recurve and I got set up uh you know I got I got a new bowstring from a company America's Best Bowstrings which was recommended by a friend and uh you know I got it set up how I was recommended to set it up I didn't just get a bow and take it out of the box I was like you know I'm gonna get into this I want to know like what's my what what's a good way for me to start this and enjoy this and I went to a new bow shop because they are a little bit more familiar with uh, traditional archery and recurves and stuff. And the guys in there were awesome. Set it all up. They helped me get my arrows ready. And they knew exactly what I needed uh, as far as arrow setups and arrow builds and, and getting me started so I can begin tuning arrows as I'm shooting. And uh, I've shot every single day since. And I've, I've put in, you know, it, I'm not shooting for a super amount of a super long amount of time, uh, but I'm putting 40 or 50 arrows a day and on a 50 pound recurve that actually kind of wrecks your upper back a little bit if you're not used to that because it's a totally different experience than pulling back a compound where you've got let off at the end and you can hold that longer that kind of thing totally different experience there's no sights you know you're using it's it's everything is just so different and it's so awesome uh because i realize i'm like there's there's an infinite amount of information that i am not privy to right now about how to do this well and I really want to absorb and apply as much as I can so I can get really good at this and, and confident enough in my ability that with this specifically, I would I want to go up into the mountains and take an animal with my recurve bow. Like that's the goal of mine since beginning this. And there's a lot of work to be done before I'm confident enough to be able to do that. But that's part of the reason why I wanted something like this that I can really dedicate myself towards learning the skill of it learning the the ways that I can apply it to myself for how I'm built, my setup, what things feel right to me, and learn from all these people that have a lot of experience 
because I don't have a quote unquote teacher per se in this. So I'm, I'm utilizing my friends that are, that are in this world a lot more than me. And I'm, I'm YouTube videos. I'm listening to, to Aaron Snyder and Kafaru cast and uh, a bunch of guys that are very knowledgeable on the subject, but that's, that's how I express my curiosity for things is I'll dive into something like this. And already just in this week, I, I can literally feel myself feeling sharper mentally, uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm learning again. And when we're learning, your brain is firing all the time and it's absorbing information. And we tend to stop doing this kind of stuff at a certain age, whether it's, you know, some of us kind of start or kind of stop really learning at the end of high school, which is really sad if you didn't go to college and not to say you have to go to college, but just learning a trade or learning a new skill or uh, finding a hobby or something that you can continue to uh, improve at that will utilize some some bandwidth in your mental space is is ridiculously beneficial and we've already talked about like it's literally beneficial for you long term to help you feel sharper and stay sharper and this can these kind of things can actually help stave off the development of uh like neurological problems later on because you're utilizing all of these pathways you're utilizing this brainwave space and uh and all of these things that continue to fire and it's it's a it really and I used the phrase before, but it really is sort of a use it or lose it scenario for a lot of this stuff mentally. And so that that's really my main message uh, in this short episode today is to encourage you to, if you have something that you enjoy doing, and it's a simple, uh, maybe it's a hobby, maybe it's a maybe it's maybe it's art, maybe it's music, maybe it's something that you can learn and apply yourself to and and engage mentally in. I encourage you to find that thing and really dive into it for a while. Like see what can happen if you really apply yourself to something for several months uh, from a from a mental and physical standpoint. And, you know, if, if you go the route where I go with things where I get a little bit weird, obsessive about it, and I, I maybe put other things off at the expense of the new thing I'm learning, you know, to your life, that's going to cause problems. That's on you. It's not on me. Uh, but. I would encourage you to find something, find something that you can be a white belt in and, and utilize the, the new gains, the new, the newbie gains is what it's called. You know, when you're brand new to something and you have the, you know, you have the exponential growth at the beginning because you literally know nothing at the beginning. And then fairly quickly, you can begin to learn, learn a lot at the beginning. And you have these really great uh, these really great gains in knowledge and function. And so those are generally called newbie gains. You know, we call those that in, in the fitness world because people who come in from from nothing and start training, they see a lot of great results very quickly because they don't have years and years of bad habits and uh, they've never put their bodies through any of this kind of stuff. So the response from their system is really great and it happens fairly quickly. Um, it's once you get older and you've done this for a long time that trying to find that extra 1% takes a lot more work. Um, but that's motivating for new people to come into something and realize, Hey, I'm actually getting good at this pretty quickly. Uh, and then it becomes more of a, now here's the fine details. How do I really refine this and become a master at this thing? If that's what you want to do, if you want to go so far as to put in the Gladwell 10,000 hours and do that kind of thing, um, that's up to you. But regardless of what it is, it's, it's worth it for you health wise, mentally, physically, um, even emotionally like having something that can kind of be an emotional outlet for you as well to calm yourself and relax. Uh, 
can be something that's very beneficial for you. So I would encourage you to find that thing, find new things, uh, find something to be a white belt at. Let me know what it is. I'd love to hear what you guys are going through and what you're finding to be fun and challenging uh, endeavors. And and let me know if this has motivated you to pick something up. I would love to hear about it. So that's going to do it for the episode today. I appreciate all you guys and I'll catch you next week.